Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Funky Pox. The D.C. Council's proposal for Metro bus service will have a huge impact after hours. In downtown D.C., I'm John Doman. The Dow down 195 points. The Nasdaq adding 14. It's midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A bill passed by the House to require railroads and 12 rail unions to work under a contract agreed to in September has now passed the Senate. I'm Stephen Portnoy. Asked at a White House news conference about criticism of the contract leveled by railroad workers, the president scoffed. I negotiated a contract no one else could negotiate. Mr. Biden points to the pay increase workers are in for. They got a 43, 45% increase in salary. Though it's actually 24% compounded over the five-year span of the agreement. The president insists he is a supporter of paid sick leave and will continue to fight for it for all workers. Some nurses in Minnesota say a lack of sick days and severe understaffing has led to unsafe work conditions. Registered nurse Trisha Ochsner works at Children's Hospital Minneapolis. We have gratitude for the nurses that came before us to blaze this trail and we will stand strong for the next generation's of nurses that come after us. Nurses at 16 hospitals in Minneapolis, Minnesota, that is, say they'll go on strike December 11th if a contract deal isn't reached in the coming days. A former San Antonio, Texas police officer who shot a 17-year-old as the teen put his car in reverse while eating a hamburger has been indicted on a charge of attempted murder. Bear County District Attorney Joe Gonzalez. Justice means prosecuting that individual for this conduct. Justice means obtaining a conviction. Justice means making sure that man never works as a member of law enforcement. Tesla is making good on a promise to deliver its electric fleet of semi-trucks, getting the first of them to Pepsi on Thursday. WWJ Radio's Jeff Gilbert. Pepsi hopes to have a fleet of 100 Tesla semis. Electric semi-trucks are eligible for tax credits and have a lower cost of ownership. But the large batteries add weight and take away cargo capacity. Tesla hopes to eventually be making 50,000 semis a year. Potential House Speaker Kevin McCarthy attended Thursday night state dinner at the White House for French President Emmanuel Macron. Reporters asked him what he thinks the White House and Republicans can work on together next year. I think the economy making us energy independent. I think securing our borders, stopping fentanyl. Um, I think holding government accountable. Um, they haven't had much of that, and I think the country in this last election want to see a check and balance. So. Well, I'm at dinner with my mom, so I'm going to have a great time. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear arguments in late winter for and against President Biden's plan to cancel some student loan debt, but it says in the meantime the program cannot go ahead final ruling from the high court may not come until late June. This is CBS News. At Maximus, we are reinventing what's possible. We are driving data innovation, turning insights into actionable business intelligence. We integrate data science with advanced technologies that empower organizations to transform operations. We are dedicated to delivering solutions that create change for a better tomorrow. We are Maximus. Learn more at Maximus.com slash federal. That's Maximus.com slash federal. WTOP at 1203. The Friday morning, 2nd of December, 2022. Clear, calm, very cold this overnight early morning. 20s and 30s for the low, depending upon where you are in the region. 34 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. 
Indeed, Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we are looking at for you this Friday morning, midnight hour on WTOP. A murder suspect who police say was toying with them by calling 911 is now this morning under arrest. His capture coming a day after he was called Fairfax County's most wanted. It's unclear whether anyone's going to get the $11,000 reward. The arrest happened after a stakeout of the vehicle believed being used by 43-year-old Kion Omar Braxton Trot McLean. Fairfax County police say he returned to the vehicle and a subsequent chase ended with a tactical maneuver that left Trot McLean's vehicle in a shallow ditch. That's in front of a house on Colonial Avenue just off of Old Mount Vernon Highway, which is near Woodley Hills Elementary. Trot McLean lives here in Mount Vernon and the man he's accused of shooting to death October 2nd was killed in Mount Vernon. Brandon Wims was the great nephew of Gregory Wims who founded the Victims' Rights Foundation. At the police, Mount Vernon District Station, Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP at 1204 on your Friday morning. Virginia has its first death from Mpox this morning. That is the new name for what used to be called monkeypox. The state's health department says the patient was an adult who lived in the state's eastern health region. Health managers say you should contact your health care provider if you have fever, chills, swollen lymph nodes, or a new unexplained rash. And people who might have been exposed to Mpox should receive the vaccine as soon as possible, they say, to reduce the chance of developing it. Max Mpox, that is, the new term, again, for monkeypox, and is spread through close person-to-person contact. A woman is in critical condition this morning after an early Thursday morning fire that gutted a townhouse in Odenton. Two homes are now unsafe this morning to occupy. The Anne Arundel County Fire Department says flames broke out before 2.30 a.m. in the three-story townhome located on St. Michael's Circle near Fort Meade's main gate. The 67-year-old woman suffered burns and was taken to Bayview Medical Center. Another person in the house suffered smoke inhalation. Investigators are still searching for the cause this morning, but they say the fire was driven by high winds and spread to a house next door. One resident, Tyran Foster Lewis, was able to get her partially paralyzed aunt out of the home. She was taken to a burn unit in critical condition. I didn't think about anything else. The priority was to get her out of the house. And we did. And I can say that it was nothing but God. Foster Lewis spoke with our news partners at NBC4. Residents of both buildings are now without a place to stay this morning. It took 80 firefighters at all to get that blaze under control. WTOP at 206. Next week, the D.C. Council will vote on a plan that would make Metro bus service free for anyone riding in the district beginning next summer. Even more important on this, for some, will be plans to expand when someone can ride. If the plan is passed, the city's restaurant industry says free bus rides will help restaurants in a lot of ways. We're looking at increasing the number of guests. But Che Rudolph Tabasola, who's with the Restaurant Association of Metropolitan Washington, says the proposal to extend the 12 busiest bus routes in D.C. 24 hours a day is huge for workers. They get off work, closing the kitchen, closing at the bar, 10, 11 plus at night. Under the plan offered by Ward 6 Councilman Charles Allen, late night service would run in all eight wards of the city, giving workers the option to avoid ride shares if they work into the early morning hours. It's part of D.C. being a 24-hour city, and it's going to be crucial to our recovery. In downtown D.C., John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 12.07. When Washington traffic is at its worst, WTOP is at its best. We're the original traffic app, constantly watching the areas you drive most. Crash on Old Ox Road in Sterling and 606 is blocked. To bring you updates that save you time every 10 minutes on the air. 
98. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. You're with WTOP. This Christmas, start a new holiday tradition that your whole family will enjoy. Museum of the Bible is celebrating the sounds of Christmas. You'll hear live performances from Keith and Kristen Getty, Point of Grace, Mark Schultz, and renowned university ensembles. You'll also see Bells of Bethlehem, the first exhibition in the U.S. featuring six bells from the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem. All this, plus family-friendly activities, crafts, and sweet treats every day. Get your tickets today at museumofthebible.org. Up ahead this midnight hour for you on WTOP in just minutes, we'll turn our gears towards the latest on the war between Russia and Ukraine. It's 12.08. Good morning. Glad you're with Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Traveling eastbound 66 as you're approaching past 29 in Centerville. You're down to a single left lane to the work zone. Doing some overhead sign work there, so uh, just be careful. A uh, little bit of a slowdown there. Uh, but uh, once you clear that, nothing else in your way getting to the Beltway. If you're traveling on the Beltway, in a loop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66, down to a single left lane to the work zone, waiting to see if they're going to do stoppages in that work zone again, much like they did last night. 95 northbound, coming out of Fredericksburg, crossing the Rappahannock and approaching U.S. 17 Falmouth and continuing up towards Centerport Parkway exit 136. Single left lane gets you by the work. As of late, uh, still slow, but not nearly as bad as it was, let's say, about an hour or so ago. But there's still enough line that you do hit the brakes from time to time as you work your way through that work zone. Uh, out of loop of the bell, as you come off the Legion Bridge and continue down past the bridge for Georgetown Pike. Single file left gets you by the work zone. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We've got a cold start to your Friday morning for sure, so you will need the coats out there, the gloves, the hats, whatever. We're talking temperatures in the low to mid-20s for most areas. Now, we do rebound nicely. Sunshine, look for a high temperature around 52 and with light wind. That's a nice afternoon. On Saturday, we'll see a good chance for shower activity early. It will be uh, warm again with a high of 63, but you'll need the umbrellas early in the day. Late in the day, we'll see the wind pick up. Strong winds ushering in much colder air. On Sunday, we're seeing highs only in the 40s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we are looking at 37 degrees in Roslyn as well, 37 at Harrigan Square, midnight hour, Friday morning, December 2nd, 2022. It's 27 in Laurel this morning, 34 in Holding at our nation's capital. This check brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 1210 on WTOP. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Celebrate this holiday season with the United States Air Force Band as they present Season of Hope at DAR Constitution Hall. Join the band and singing sergeants as they perform timeless renditions of holiday favorites. They'll be joined by the Washington Performing Arts Children of the Gospel Choir, the Virginia Ballet Company, and a special visitor from the North Pole. Saturday, December 10th at 3 and 7 p.m. and Sunday, December 11th at 3 p.m. These performances are free and open to the public. Tickets are available at U.S. Air Force Band. Dot com.
This is WTOP News. It's Friday, December 2nd. Welcome to WTOP at 1211. Glad you're with us at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app. Turning to the latest in the war this morning, just as power crews in Ukraine's Kyrgyzstan region had restored electricity to about a fifth of the population, a new wave of Russian bombs has knocked out electricity again. And there is some concerning news regarding an American prisoner held in Russia. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with more for us. It's Paul Whelan. His brother tells WTOP they haven't heard from him for a week, which is unusual. Not only has he not been in contact for over a week, he didn't contact uh, our family on Thanksgiving, which is an important holiday in our family. Whelan's twin brother, David, says as troubling as that was, something even more worrying. He missed our dad's birthday. Our dad turned 85. David told WTOP his brother is not overly sentimental, but... Holidays and birthdays are important to him. He would not have missed those two events. The Russian government is saying he's been taken to a hospital. But according to David Whelan, neither his brother's lawyers nor any of the embassy officials from several countries that check on him know why or if he's even there. And as mentioned, this has been going on for more than a week now. So they're all wondering where Paul Whelan is. A letter bomb showed up at the U.S. Embassy in Madrid. We know about the ones. One exploded at the Ukrainian Embassy. Are all of these connected? One sent to the Ukrainian Embassy, as you mentioned. Another to a weapons factory that supplied rocket launchers to Ukraine to use in the war against Russia. And one of those, uh, the one the Ukrainian Embassy exploded in the hands of an employee. Another was detonated at that weapons plant. So this one turned up at the U.S. Embassy in Madrid. A State Department spokesperson confirmed it, but wouldn't go further on where they thought this was going or how it was connected, or if it was. Spanish authorities detonated it, and they say this is the sixth letter that's turned up. They believe they've all been sent from inside Spain and from the same person, and they also suggest the the common denominator here with all of these letters is the war in Ukraine. With the latest of the war between Ukraine and Russia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green, talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Heating your home this winter is probably going to cost a lot more than last winter. And one of the first places heat escapes from is your roof. Hi, it's Chris Core. Call Roofmaster so they can make sure your roof is up to protecting your home from the cold. If there are cracks or holes where your roofing material has been worn away, warm air can seep out. Roofmasters will check for missing and damaged shingles or a leak in your attic. And if you have damage from weather, Roofmasters will even work with your insurance company. Why do I recommend Roofmasters? Well, because I've used them myself. They're honest. They'll never try to upsell you like so many other roofing companies do. They always advise that whenever you need any roofing work done, always get three estimates. Just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. Roofmasters, 301-230-ROOF. That's 301-230-ROOF. Online at Roofmasters.com. Remember, with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 12-15, Friday morning, December 2nd, Indies Sports Time, and Rob's turn with us this midnight hour. All right, we start with the Capitals area, are out west in Seattle, leading the Kraken by a score of 2-1 to one as we are about uh, midway through the third period out west. And uh, it has been a uh, fast, it was a fast start for the Capitals. 
uh, getting uh, their two goals in the first period. Martin Ferrivari with his second of the year, a power play goal for Connor Sheary, and uh, little since as they have uh, gotten off. Uh, what is it now? 16 shots on goal, and uh, the uh, Capitals actually slightly leading uh, in that category, 17 to six. Now the uh, uh, 20th ranked Maryland women—they were heavy underdogs at Notre Dame, but the Terps would come out on top, handing the Fighting Irish their first loss of the season, 74-72, in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Diamond Miller, the hero, she scored Maryland's final five points. She uh, hit the jumper at the buzzer to cap what was a 31.12 rebound masterpiece. So the uh, Terps now entering conference play as winners of three straight games. Thursday night football in New England had a 1980s feel to it. The Patriots wore their Pat Patriot throwback uniforms in a loss, 24-10, to the uh, Buffalo Bills. So uh, New England back to uh, 500 at 6-6. Back home, the Washington Commanders, Joey Sly, your uh, special teams player of the month of November. He had a dominant uh, a month in which he made all 10 of his field goals. Uh, he had a uh, career-high 58-yarder as part of his four-field goal game in that thrilling Monday night win, as you recall. I have a bold prediction about uh, Sly coming up uh, Sunday against the Giants. It's in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle. Uh, you can get it on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 1217 on WTOP. A new series premieres on Disney Plus that's a sequel to the 1988 fantasy movie Willow. I recommend re-watching the 1988 original, but the sequel series at least opens with a flashback montage to catch you up. You'll recall a baby of prophecy, Alora Dannon, was sent down river like Moses to escape the evil Queen Bavmorda and taken in by a Willow of Good. Now a new heroine, Kit, daughter of Sorsha and Mad Mardigan, leads a group of misfits on a quest to find her kidnapped brother, Eric. We're looking for the sorcerer, Willow. You remind me of your mother. My biggest gripe is that his kidnapping is hard to see like those dark battles from Game of Thrones, but the script does a nice job keeping us guessing about the identity of the adult Alora Dan. Will adult Willow join their quest, and will Val Kilmer return as Mad Mardigan? Read my full review on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. WTOP at 1217. Now to the top stories we're working on at WTOP this midnight hour. And a win for the Justice Department just this week. An appeals court stops a special master's review of records taken from Donald J. Trump's Florida home in Mar-a-Lago. We'll talk about what this means coming up in the minutes ahead. The Senate votes to avert a harmful freight rail strike. The measure now goes on to President Biden. The man who was called Fairfax County's most wanted is now this morning behind bars. We'll tell you about the deadly shooting he's accused and accused in, that is. Keep it here on WTOP for full details in just minutes. And we'll check more stuff for you to watch. Christian Toto's got a movie review for you coming right up. It's 1218. Good morning. Glad you're with us at WTOP. Over to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. I will right, start you off in Maryland. At last, reports still had the southbound side of Rockville Pike closed between Evanston Drive and Congressional Lane for the crash. Under investigation, this crash involved a cyclist truck. Northbound Rockville Pike, the lanes are open. If you're traveling on the Beltway in Maryland, in a loop as you head east of New Hampshire Avenue toward I-95, two left lanes get you by the work zone. The ramp to go north on 95 is open. If you're traveling to or from the eastern shore, Bay Bridge, eastbound span closed for uh, construction. Westbound span carries two-way traffic with a lane in between as a buffer. Uh, you get by each way without delay. Uh, on US-50, just east of the District 9 near Columbia Park Road in the Chevrolet Metro entrance, single right lane gets you by the work in both directions. 
But as of late, just a brief delay, but heavier volume has been on the eastbound side. Back in Virginia, Bellway, out of loop, headed south, Legion Bridge to a point beyond Georgetown Pike, still down to a single left lane through the work there. As of late, delays of ease with lighter volume. And if you're traveling on the inner loop, headed north to Arlington Boulevard toward I-66, single file left gets you through the construction. The exits to both westbound and eastbound 66 do remain open. Still no evidence that they've been stopping traffic there, but we'll keep an eye on it because they did it multiple times last night. So, again, just be careful if you're headed that way. Rich Hunter, WTIP traffic. The cold air is here for our Friday morning. Temperatures in the low to mid-20s, and, yeah, it's going to be a cold start for sure. Not bad in the afternoon. We'll see sunshine, lower wind, and that means we'll see a pretty nice afternoon. All in all, high of 52 in the city. On Saturday, good chance for showers early in the day. Look for a high of 63. We'll see sunshine and wind in the afternoon, bringing in colder air. Highs on Sunday only in the mid-40s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. 37 in DuPont Circle, 28 Germantown, 29 Annandale. We are at 34 and holding in our nation's capital this midnight hour, Friday morning, 2nd of December. This check brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. It's 1220. Glad you're with us. Dr. Travis Stork here to tell you about a great pain reliever called Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. Salon Pos is pain medicine in a patch. You stick it right on sore muscles for up to eight hours. Clinical research has shown that people that used Salon Pos reported less pain with improvement in mood, sleep, and the ability to work. Safe, effective relief is one peel in place away. Salon Pos, it's good medicine. Hey, it's Luke Garrett with the DMV Download Podcast. Democrat Wes Moore is weeks away from taking the oath of office as Maryland's next governor. We hear from him firsthand on how he plans to raise a family in the governor's house, whether he likes Old Bay or not, and his uncanny ability to sleep while standing. Get to know Maryland's next governor on the latest episode of the DMV Download Podcast. Find us wherever you listen. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 1222. Good morning. Glad you're with us on Friday morning. Grab the old popcorn. You know, we're going to the movies. For many, Santa Claus and violence just do not mix at the movies. Santa, of course, a symbol of all that's good in the world, right? Well, the producers of this new movie disagree. It's called Violent Night. You ain't driving, are you? I steer a little, but the ranger do my sword. <laughs> this is my full fear of the Santa. How about you? I started the whole damn thing. This morning, film critic Christian Toto with his take. Well, honestly, if the idea of a violent, bloody Santa Claus feature is not your cup of tea, you really should stay far away from Violent Night because that's exactly what it is. And, you know, we get so many movies each year that are sweet and kind and sort of full of holiday cheer. But there's also sort of this subset of films that are just the opposite. They're dark, they're brooding, and sometimes they're extremely violent. That's where Violent Night falls. It's a story about Santa Claus played by David Harbour from Stranger Things fame. And he is a little bit burned out on Christmas. He's sick of the greed and all 
all the materialism, but he has to push all that aside when he's enmeshed in this kidnapping situation. And it turns out that back in the day, this Santa Claus was a bit of a warrior, and he has to kind of summon that inner warrior once more to save a family in extreme duress. And that's where the bullets start flying and the blood starts spilling. This is a satirical, it's certainly darkly comic, but I also thought if that's the kind of movie you're looking for and the film makes no bones about it, then it's actually rather entertaining. Harbour is quite good as Santa Claus. He's mostly violent, but also has a little bit of twinkle in his eye. There is a small sentimental subplot going on here, which I thought shouldn't work in a movie like this, but actually kind of does. So if the description makes you want to <laughs> look elsewhere, then by all means, look elsewhere. But if you like a, a bit of a darker Santa Claus, a Christmas movie that, that isn't sticky and sentimental, then I think Violent Night will kind of scratch that itch. Will Smith resurfaced this week on uh, Trevor Noah's Daily Show, and he did about a 20-minute interview, and he talked about the Oscar slap and how he felt about it and that he was going through a tough time and he was enraged. But what struck me, Christian, is that he is currently doing a National Geographic show where he travels all around the world. He's starring in an upcoming film that you'll review for us later called Emancipation. It seems to me that for all the furor back in March, Will Smith is back. I think I would gently disagree, which I don't often like to do with you, but he has suffered... A a sizable black eye when it comes to his public persona. He was really considered likable, lovable, one of our biggest stars, just impervious to all the slings and arrows our culture could shoot his way. And then with that one horrible act, I think a lot of that just went away. He suffered some professional indignities for sure. The Emancipation Project was a go before everything, you know, happened with the Oscars. But it's hard to say. I don't think he's gone. I don't think he's officially canceled. He will continue. But I also think that there should be some redemption in that when you create a horrible act and you're embarrassed before the entire world and you have to kind of endure that for month after month and your career may never be the same, he should be allowed to work again. That's just my two cents. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. It hasn't been so long and emancipation again is in the thick of the Oscar race. So I think to the casual observer, nothing changed. But listening to him speak and hearing how people think of him now, in a way, I think everything's changed. Stuff for you to watch this weekend. Christian Toto of HollywoodandToto.com on Skype with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The WTOP app is your one touch for news, traffic, and weather information on the go. And it's Apple CarPlay and Android Auto enabled. Listen seamlessly from your car to your home and back again. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display to listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. It's 1245. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff this morning. The Dow lost 195 points Thursday. The Nasdaq gained 14 points. Recent layoffs may be struggling to find a new job. The number of people getting ongoing unemployment benefits is the highest since February. Dallas leads the nation for job growth. 255,000 new jobs in the last year. That's a job growth rate of 6.5%. Rolex will now issue certificates of authenticity to authorize dealers selling pre-owned Rolex watches. Jeff Claybaugh, WCOP News. My husband struggled with erectile dysfunction for 10 years. The pills never worked all that well. Now that we've been through the treatments at Monument Medical Clinic... Our relationship has completely changed. The Wave technology was quick and easy and really did increase his blood flow. Now, we're both enjoying the results. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Monument Medical Clinic. Our technology is proven to open up and regrow blood.